Good morning, Philadelphia. Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos podcast. I am your host, Breezy, and it's finally Dallas week. It's finally, finally, finally Dallas week. I thought that this would be, um, you know, I thought the Eagles would be in a little bit better position by now. Um, But you know what? Whatever. It's fine. We're just going to watch two dumpster fires go at it on Sunday night. Not a big deal. Um, As always, thank you so much for the continued support. Make sure you check out the show and all previous episodes on any podcasting platform that you are subscribed to. As well, make sure that you turn on your uh, notifications for when new episodes drop. Um, You can also follow me on social media, on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You can also follow the show on Instagram at sports and stilettos podcast on there. Now, let's get into the nitty gritty of Dallas week. Uh, I don't even know where to start because it's, like I said, it's a dumpster fire that we're going to be watching on Sunday. Eagles sit top of the division at 2-4-1. and one. Washington is second at 2-5. and five. Dallas is third at 2-5. and five, And the Giants sit at the bottom at 1-6. and six. This is going to be a very interesting game. And I feel like it's going to be... Well, maybe not. Maybe not so lopsided. But I think that this is, I think the Eagles are trending more upwards than the Cowboys are, which is obviously good for us because we're getting all of our players back healthy, Um, you know, uh, chemistry and accuracy and all of that stuff on the offense is getting better and better each week. The defense is getting, you know, they're, they're, they're on a roll. They're rocking and rolling right now. But I did want to get into some things um, that would be interesting to watch for on Sunday night. Carson Wentz, uh, so the first one is Carson Wentz versus a historically bad Dallas defense. Dallas is 0-3 on the road this season. They have allowed at least 35 points every game. I think this is the get-right game for Carson. I think this is the game where, you know, everything just clicks. Everything works. Everything is just exactly where it should be at all points of the game in the last seven games for Carson versus Dallas uh you know three and four record he's he has a completion percentage of 68 percent that's what he's averaging uh two interceptions 12 touchdowns uh 99.4 passer rating but he has also had six fumbles and has been sacked 13 times in the last uh seven games I feel like all of that is going to change. I think that our, well, minus, you know, the fact that we don't know who's going to play left tackle right now (laughs) because Jason Peters is trying to come back, which, yeah. Mm -mm. Um, But I think that the offensive line is starting to hold up a little bit better, even though it's been patchworked, um, band-aid, if you will, um, you know, it's 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 been it's been progressively getting better each week. There is a continued maturation that we are literally seeing every week from Travis Fulgham and Greg Ward and John Hightower. Um, you know, Travis Fulgham being the more consistent out of the three, but it's I I think it's really I think it's really good that Carson has these three really reliable receivers 
to fall back on because you're you're you don't have Zach Ertz anymore. He's probably going to be out until probably December sometime. We might get him back at the end of the at the end of the year. I I, I don't know. Um, so you're out for Zach Ertz. We're not sure as of yet if Dallas Goddard is playing on Sunday night, but um, we are getting Jalen Rager back, which is also a huge plus. So Jalen Rager, Travis Fulgham, Greg Ward, and John Hightower lighting up this Dallas defense. I want nothing less, nothing less than that. Travis Fulgham leads the team in receptions um, thus far with 357 yards. And uh, yeah, a balanced offense is a good winning offense. I don't know how many times we have to go back and look at the box scores for each of these games and see that it is an issue that Carson Wentz is throwing over 45 times in a game. This, This offense needs the run game. They need it. It is. It's one thing to just like chuck it downfield every single play. It would. It would be different if those passes were actually getting caught, <laughs> and they're either getting dropped or they're getting intercepted or they're getting overthrown or they're getting underthrown or whatever the case is. I don't want to see any more of that. I think that the Eagles are in a prime position to really find. A, a good balance between the passing game and the running game. Um, another week without Miles Sanders, but you know, Boston Scott, Corey Clement, and I believe Jason Huntley is going to be the third. Um, I think they're going to be just fine. This Dallas defense is allowing 178 rushing yards a game, which is last in the league. So I don't, I don't see any issue with us exploiting that very very early in the game uh, it, honestly it's, it's exactly what I want to see I don't want I don't want to see I I, I want to see up tempo in the first series of for the offense but I don't want to see it like pass pass and then a run pass pass and then like I don't want to do I don't want to see that I need it to be a little bit more balanced so if it's you know two runs at two runs to um one pass every every you know whatever then then I'm then I'm cool with that I'm cool with that the second thing um that I thought was interesting to watch out for the Eagles defense versus a rookie quarterback and a band-aid offensive line whoo I went back and I was looking at the game log box score all that stuff from when Dallas played the Washington Redskins And if there's anything that Jim Schwartz could learn, it would be to go back and watch that Washington game because Washington literally did every single thing right. At least we'll we'll say we'll say the defense, the Washington defense did everything that this Eagles defense can do as well. So in my opinion, the best tape to go watch is is that Washington football game. Um, ed, edge rushers were absolute studs. Um, Chase Young, monster, but we all knew that when you know back when he was in college, and they got into the backfield and caused a hell of a lot of disruption. 
Um, you know, you get Andy Dalton for the safety, you know, you're pushing them back. They're literally starting at like the one yard line, the five yard line. And I, I am fully confident that this Eagles defense can do the exact same thing. Don't at me. <laughs> uh, ben Danucci is, or he came in for Andy Dalton because Andy Dalton got concussed during the game. He was two of three for 39 yards. He fumbled twice and was sacked three times in that short period of time that he was in the game. Um, but like I said, the Eagles defensive line is can literally mimic exactly what Washington did and have the same amount of success. I see. I don't see any. I don't see any issues with that. I don't see any reason why this this you know stout, hungry, kick-ass, take names defensive line can't get into the backfield, can't cause disruptions, can't stop the run, can't you know get a couple of sacks on Sunday night. I see no reason why they cannot do that. Plus, the rotation is like insane. So everyone is fresh and, you know, a lot of a lot of quarterbacks have um, I don't want to say they have issue with going against a defensive line that rotates the way that we do. But I I feel like they find it a little more difficult to get their timing down because you're constantly, constantly getting pressured by fresh legs. So. I think that works um, in the Eagles' favor 100%. Uh, I expect Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, the mix of those three to have a very, very, very big game. I'm looking for at least one or two sacks apiece, if not more. Um, you know, so I, I, I those, those, those three right there coming off the edge, I think, um, and also going against, I believe, rookie... Um, tackles or I'm sorry guards so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be very it's gonna be very interesting to watch that that matchup there the third interesting thing uh for Sunday night is the Eagles linebackers versus the (laughs) Dallas running backs tight ends and wide receivers we excuse me we all know that this linebacker core is horrendous we know they can't cover anybody with a blanket. They can't. Um, they can't. They can't really do anything. Um, we all know what could happen, which is they get pretty much demolished. Um, but we're all. I feel like we're also all praying that it doesn't happen. So this also goes back to you know the defensive line getting home and you know just making sure that they get that pass rush and. Um, and get that pressure on Danucci to make sure that these tight ends, wide receivers, and running backs can't get open. Um, so, you know, the linebackers will have their hands full, like overflowing to to a certain extent. Um, so, C.D. Lamb, he's averaging 13 yards a catch. He's over. He's been over 100 yards receiving twice this year. But versus Washington, they shut him out. He was 0 of 5 for. Uh, targets. Um, Michael Gallup, we know him very well. He's averaging 19 yards per catch, over 100 yards, um, only over 100 yards once this season. Um, but he was also shut out by Washington. 
zero receptions um, during that game. The the ones that I really have a um, a concern with is Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has cooked us since he came to Dallas. Um, he's at, he's only averaging 11 yards per reception this year, but he's been over 100 yards twice. And then versus Washington, he was seven of seven for um, 80 yards. So I think that as long as this line these linebackers and these um, and these DBs can can really do their job and not get the not get the penalties not not mouth off not get you know not do all of that extra stuff um I think we should be fine I I really do um another one that I feel like a lot of people overlook is Dallas's um tight end Dalton Schultz he's averaging 11 yards per reception um but versus Washington he was only two of four for 22 yards but he is also someone you should not overlook he is a big body tight end big body tight end and I feel like sometimes if the Eagles don't think that a player is going to be successful or hasn't had a lot of success um as of lately they kind of overlook that person and the last thing that we need is for another tight end to cook this linebacker core again so I need Jim Schwartz to really just be more attentive um, really pay attention to what the uh, Dallas offense gives him personnel wise formation wise scheme wise all of that stuff and and really make sure that he's got the right linebackers out on the field I want to see more of Alex Singleton I don't want to see Nate Gary on the field as far as I know, I think he he has some like light injury or something like that. So, um, you know, if he loses snaps on Sunday, I'm okay with that. I'm as as we all probably are. <laughs> um, but I do like the combination of uh, Alex Singleton, uh, Duke Riley, and T.J. Edwards. I do like uh, the combination of those three. I think they are a lot better. Um, without Nate Gary on the field, just liability wise. So um, hopefully we see a lot more of them instead of some combination with Nate and, um, you know, see really what could happen there. The last um, group, I I, I call this a a little combo. Um, Zeke and Pollard, the running back combo. For Dallas, uh, Zeke is averaging four yards per carry. Pollard's averaging three and a half. Um, the only issue is that Zeke has fumbled five times in seven games. I feel like he. We, I feel like this uh, this Eagles defense can exploit it if they did not practice knocking out the ball in the in the last nine days that they had for practice. I'm going to be very disappointed if they do not make Zeke fumble that ball at least twice. I'm going to be disappointed. Like, I he, he can't hold on to the ball. Period. He can't. So if if the Eagles defense, DBs, whatever, can't exploit that weakness in him, then fire Jim Schwartz, like, right after the game. Because I'm over it. You saw what the Cardinals did. You saw what Washington did. You saw you saw how all of these teams 
were literally punching at the ball every single time Zeke touched it. If the Eagles don't do that, that is a huge red flag for me. It's a huge red flag. And that should mean that Jim Schwartz is on the hot seat, period. Um, Over the last six games versus the Eagles, Zeke averages, (laughs) he's averaging 103 yards a game. He's been over 100 yards in four of those six games that he played in, and he's only had three touchdowns. I really don't care about the touchdowns. It's only three out of, you know, six games. But the the 100 yards every game, I, I, I'm not feeling that. I need this run defense to, to really step up and shut him down um, because I think that's one of the, the bigger keys to the game for this, Eagles, uh, for this Eagles team to win. As long as they shut down Zeke and they control those wide receivers and tight ends, uh, the Eagles have a very, very good chance to win this game Sunday night. Very good chance. Um, pass rush um, is starting to come together. Um, starters and rotational players on the defensive line are uh, should really outperform the rookie patchwork offensive line of Dallas. Um, I don't think that... I as bad as it sounds, I don't think the, the Dallas offensive line stands a chance. I really don't. I don't. The defense, this, this Eagles defense has 24 sacks on the year so far. 24 sacks. That's crazy. Seeing as though we were in a drought for so long on getting a sack or getting a turnover or getting, like, doing anything positive on defense. 24 sacks on the year. So I, like I said before, I expect our edge rushers and this interior defensive line to really be a, a big difference maker, a really big difference maker. We haven't heard a lot from Fletcher Cox, so I expect a big game from him. I want to hear his name and I want to see the big guy dance. I do. You know, it's, it just, it makes me happy. So that's, that's definitely something that I want to see. I want to see um, I want to see Carson Wentz doing the things that we know that he can do, meaning accurate balls, deep balls. Like I, I don't I don't mind the bombs to John Hightower. I just need John Hightower to not be overthrown or underthrown, or I don't need him to drop the ball. So a lot of this stuff goes both ways, but it also comes down to play calling. And I know a lot of Eagles fans have had issues with the play calling from Doug Peterson. It's like it's over aggressive and then it's like confusing because it's like, what are you doing? Like, just get the points. Like, it's just it's it's all over the place. and It's weird. So I think that this really um, this game is for the Eagles to win. I'm not going to say that it's a lock. I'm not going to say that it's a definite win. I'm not going to do that. But I do believe that the Eagles have the bigger advantage to win the game. 100%. I don't see, you know, I guess, you know, like I said before, minus, you know, who's playing right uh, right guard and, um, or I'm sorry, yeah, no. Right tackle or left tackle. 
Um, that's, you know, I think right now that's up in the air with uh, Jordan Maialata and Jason Peters um, since JP is trying to come back. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. And, um, yeah. But I have four keys to the game really quick. First one, obviously, protect Carson Wentz. The last thing that we need is him getting hit more times than he should. Um, this de- this offensive line really needs to step up and make sure that they are doing everything in their power to protect Carson. Um, I don't I don't think that it's I don't want to say I don't think it's okay. I just don't think that this offensive line has a a ton to worry about versus the Eagles defensive line but again it could be because you know the Eagle or I'm sorry the Dallas defense um isn't patchwork but our offensive line kind of is so it's a lot of um I don't want to say a lot of back and forth but you know each, each, we'll say this, each team's offensive line is patchwork. Their defensive lines are pretty much starters and rotation players. So it's going, I feel like it's going to be, um, it's going to be a lot of, um, battle of the defense, but I think that our offense is going to be more put together. We'll say that more put together than the Dallas offense. Um, Second thing is to put up points. Never take your foot off the gas. And I think that, um, I think we see that a lot with the Eagles. They, they're very hesitant or they don't, um, they don't keep the tempo going. They don't stick with what's working and they, they try to, they, they try to do too much. And it's, it's very simple. This is a horrible run defense. So exploit that. This is a horrible pass rush exploit that it's not that hard like I like I'm all for the cute stuff I'm all for getting fancy on fourth down going for it I I get all of it I love it okay but there is a time and a place for the cute shit and it's not at it's not in the beginning of the game on the first series for the for the Eagles offense where you're going for it on fourth and three or fourth and four no Get Jake Elliott out there to kick a field goal. And Jake Elliott, little sidebar. If you don't start making these extra points and you don't start making these 30-yard field goals, you and me are going to have a conversation and it's not going to be cute. It's not. Because that is, that is, you have one job. One job. And that's to kick a football. That's it. I don't understand what the issue is when it comes to Jake Elliott getting out there and what his confidence level is for simply kicking a ball 30, 35 yards through a, through the post. That's it. That's all you have to do. There's no pressure. No pressure. Maybe a little bit. But, you know, you've been doing this too long, man. Too long. You kicked a 61-yarder. Are you kidding me? And you can't make 30, 35 yards? This is out of control. So I really hope that somebody talked to him um, over the course of these nine days that we have been off. 
Because if I'm telling you, if Jake Elliott miss, misses one field goal within 40 yards on Sunday night, I might throw something out of a window. I really might. Like, it's, it's not going to be pretty. But, um, yeah, never take your foot off the gas. Always go for the points. And, um, yeah. So, number three, defensive needs to get pressure. Um, like I said before, edge rushers are going to be, are going to be, uh, the key to this getting, collapsing the (laughs) pocket, collapsing the pocket so that, um, you know, Danucci doesn't have anywhere to go. And, you know, sometimes they, they make quarterbacks under pressure that much, make stupid decisions. They just chuck the ball up, which is a chance for an interception. Um, you know, anything could happen. I, I really do want to see Darius Slay get his get his first interception of the year. Um, so we'll see who he covers. I It, it probably will be Amari Cooper. Um, if so, I'm all for it. You know, lockdown corner. That's what we paid this man for. And we got him for the next, what, three or four years? So I'm happy about that. Um, and then the last key is, you know, controlled and aggressive play calling from both sides of the ball um, with Jim Schwartz and Doug Peterson. I, I really feel like this right now is not the time to get fancy. It's not the time to get cute. Do what you need to do on offense. Do what you need to do on defense and score points. Score points and just win the game. That's it. That's all. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be perfect because we know this team is far from perfect. But what we do know is that this team will rally. They will do what they need to do. But I need them to not get to a point where they're down two or three scores for that rally to kick in. I need that rally to be consistent through the entire game. If the Eagles can do that then they have a really good chance of putting up 35 38 points on this on this Dallas defense. I really I really I really really feel like um the Eagles are just are they're they're going to win and they're going to win convincingly on Sunday night. You know, there's there's more of a there's more of a a brotherhood within the Eagles locker room compared to the Dallas locker room, just based on reports and stuff that I've seen, you know, people are getting traded, people are getting cut, you know, for stupid stuff. And then when Andy Dalton got hit, no one moved. Nobody, you know, got into, uh, you know, the Washington players face like nothing. And that says a lot about a defense or that says that says a lot about an offensive room when you don't go and protect your quarterback after um, a nasty hit like that. You know, we saw what Jason Peters did, you know, a couple years ago versus Washington where, you know, um, Nick Foles was kind of blindsided and hit. And, you know, you see JP coming out of out of left field and, you know, he's starting he's starting a fight out there. That's that's how your offensive room should be. Dallas doesn't have that. So, again, I think that we have the advantage when it comes to protecting our our, you know, our players protecting the people that we're out there on the field with and um and that'll take this team to uh you know a lot of different places so ha 
I guess I guess we'll do my my score prediction for the game. <laughs> I really don't know how this is going to work out, but I do think that the Eagles are going to win. Um, I think they will win at 35 to 10. We'll give we'll give we'll give the we'll give the rookie a touchdown. But um, yeah, I don't think they'll get any more than that. But you know. We will see. We'll see what happens. It's Dallas week. It's look, if you see a Dallas Cowboy fan, just tell him he's mm, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Um, I was told not to curse anymore. So, um, you know, if you see a Dallas fan out in the grocery store or something like that, just just trip him. No big deal. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't do that, please. Um, but uh Anyway, make sure that you like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on any podcast podcasting platform that you listen to the show on. Again, I appreciate all of the love and support. It's been a hectic couple of weeks, but 2020 is almost over. Thank God, because <laughs> I, whew, I can't, I can't anymore. Um, but yeah, that's the end of the show. Uh, You know, until next time, everybody, peace and love. Go Birds!